Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday. It is Friday, March 4th. Um, I hope you've had a great week this first week of March as we get ready to head into the rest of this uh, first quarter, finishing up this month. So uh, that should be interesting with everything that's happening out in the world today with Russia, Ukraine. Um, these things are all impacting our markets, and, uh, and we have to continue to watch those as well as the Fed. Uh, we'll meet sometime this month and uh, and give us uh, an increase in interest rates. We'll see what that number looks like as well. So a lot of stuff in March. And uh, we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Before he does, though, let me just remind you that there's only one thing that we can control. We can't control what happens in Russia or Europe or Ukraine or even in Washington, D.C. However, we can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design, where we can help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-382-0037. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. Morning, Dave is here, which makes me MD, I guess. It's 839, 21 here before nine time check in on your money and see what's happening on Wall Street. Boy, I got some really, really good news on the economic reports out of the government, but my perception is the pre-market traders don't really give a fig. Let's go down to uh, Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler to flesh all this mess out. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Uh, doing well. Uh, I'm not sure you're an MD, but, you know, that's uh, that, that's scary. Yeah, it can be at times. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's start out with the good news this morning. We uh, really kicked Boutte on the employment front. The uh, unemployment rate, the federal government reports, down to 3.8%. They expected 39 And our hiring just went AP last month. They were expecting 423,000 new non-farm payroll jobs. We created 687,000 and then turned around, and they revised up both December and January as well. The employment market all of a sudden has really gotten hot in this country, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. I mean, you know, we, we've been at basically full employment now for for a little while just because of the mass exodus of the job force. So, um, you know, and, and the issue is we still have jobs available. There's still jobs out there, a lot of jobs out there. Um, you know, we had that local restaurant that basically said, hey, we're closed for breakfast because we can't find a breakfast cook. Uh, yeah, it's gotten to be a, it's gotten to be a challenge, and we're seeing it locally on a regular basis. I know which one you're talking about. Uh, when you see employment numbers revised up two months out and uh, increasing by like oh thirty forty percent over what we expected, it sounds like we might finally be attracting a few people coming out of you know out of retirement or non workforce participants at the very least. Well, I, I, that's my hope. That's my hope because uh, we definitely have some spots that need to be filled uh, so that we can get back to a regular economy. And and if we don't get those jobs filled, I mean, I haven't seen a number yet, but we, we can't be too much off the 10 million that we've been sitting on for now for quite a while. That's true. Uh, it's 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 just one of those things. We've got more jobs than we've got people, but we're certainly we're creating the jobs and putting the people online. 
you get down to three point eight percent unemployment rate, like you said, that that's well in that's well within the range that you call full or actually an overly hot employment market, which kind of gets us back into the notion of. Uh, what are we going to do with interest rates, and what are we going to do to try to sl- to try to uh, cool the inflation rate that's being driven by the demand for employees? And we can't do a whole heck of a lot because we're kind of worried about our buddies over in Ukraine right now. Yeah, we, we just have a lot of things, a lot of balls in the air right now. And uh, and, and I just got to say, I, I don't know that our government is taking aim at the right ones. Uh, I kind of got that feeling. Two th- two factoids kind of illustrate that. Uh, got a report out here. Russia accounted for 7% of our United States oil imports during the year 2021. 7% of our oil imports came from Russia. We're still importing oil from Russia, half a million, do- uh, half a million barrels a day. Even though we're cutting them off on everything else we can think of, we're still buying their oil. So President Biden's agenda for today has the announcement of another $53 billion, or $54 million in new projects to build electric vehicle charging stations instead of starting to pump more oil. I, I kind of wonder whether or not somebody's getting the messaging right in Washington right now. I think they're having a hard time. They just can't see um, in front of them that what needs to be done. And and you know, I can talk about it all day long, but it's not going to help anything. And, and you know, if, if we're going to put sanctions against Russia, why aren't we still buying their oil? Uh, that's that's the disconnect that's really hitting me in the process, because uh, we're you know we're making it harder and harder to do just about everything else. But oil, oh, never mind, Vlad, send it our way. We still want it. Yeah, yeah. And where's that money going? It's funding everything they're doing right now. So, uh, yeah, that's problematic. And uh, we could be pumping more oil out of our own. Uh, or if we would just uh, focus on that. Yeah, you and I have talked about this off the air before. Okay, if we went in charge, we'd probably end up saying, watch out for the environment, and this is not going to be a permanent thing if we're going to be concerned about that. But, hey, Mr. Oil Company, you know those wells that you capped because we made it a little bit less friendly? Open them up and start pumping like it's going out of style. You may not be able to keep them going for a long period, but at the very least, here's your chance to make some serious bucks fast. That's right. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and as we look at oil prices heading up towards $112 a barrel. Uh, yeah, I didn't like that either. Setting the table before we get to what's going on this morning. Yesterday was another off day on Wall Street. Uh, the uh, Dow was down another 97 points. S&P was down by 23. And NASDAQ was down a rock, crushing 214 points, another percent and a half down. It's uh, diving quickly back down toward uh, bear market territory again. And I'm guessing right now that the pre-market traders are not really particularly impressed by all that good news on the economic front from an employment standpoint either. We may very well see the NASDAQ back into bear market territory at the end of the week today. Yeah, the rate we're going right now, there is uh, nothing exciting that uh, that's helping the tra- traders out at all. As a matter of fact, we're back to where we were about uh, 15, 20 minutes ago uh, before all the news came out about jobs. Uh, we had a, a brief little uh, reprieve, but uh, man, we're, we're solidly red across the board. Yeah, that was probably the good reaction we got when the news came out that no, those Russian missiles did not hit the reactor at the at that Ukrainian nuclear plant. It just took out the service building for it, so there isn't a radiation leak to worry about at the very least. 
That was good news, but still it cuts off power to two-thirds of Ukraine, which is probably about the worst possible news as far as progress in the war is concerned. That, that's true. I mean, it's gonna, that will definitely be impactful. And, and the question is, what are we going to do to step up and help? And, and it doesn't look like we're going to do anything. That doesn't sound like we're going to do anything a whole lot more dramatic than we already have. It is earnings season, and you and I are both kind of in stinking thinking mode. Have you got any good news out of uh, some big businesses that reported, like, oh, maybe Costco? Well, you know, here's the deal. Costco did report, and they had better than expected uh, quarterly earnings as well as quarterly revenue. Um, I mean, nothing to to bow away from. I mean, they they beat by about 20 cents, 22 cents a share on earnings at $2.92 a share. Revenue for the quarter was almost $52 billion. Um, So, yeah, so everything looked good. However, they are trading down this morning almost 2%. And so here's the deal. Costs are going up for them like everybody else. And so, uh, you know, they're a warehouse, a membership group. And so now there's talk about raising their membership fee um, a little sooner than their normal business cycle. Usually they, they raise their membership pricing about every five, five and a half years. And, uh, and so now it looks like they're going to do it a little sooner uh, because of inflation. And so I don't know if that's what's putting pressure here or if it's other things that I didn't see anything in the report that made me think it should be trading down this morning. I did read that they put guidance guidance in that they were expecting things to level out a little bit in terms of sales, but it didn't really sound like a bad news guidance report, just a don't get too excited guidance report. Well, you know, if you can't get excited, then you go the other direction. Well, that's a point. <laughs> other indications. So we've got, um, let's look at a, a retail establishment, The Gap. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the retailer, they uh, they had narrower than expected losses for the fourth quarter. Um, and they issued some strong guidance for the current quarter. So that was good news. They did lose two cents a share, but that was a heck of a lot better than the 14 cents they were expected to lose. Um, and so, so good things for them. They are bouncing this morning up seven and a half percent. Um, to $15.31 right now. Well, that's good to hear, because I'm looking at my list of major leaders, and they're basically all defense contractors. Uh, uh, yeah, I bet. I bet. So then we had Marvel Technology, um, and not Marvel, the comic book people. You know, the, these are the chip makers, and they, mm-hmm. uh, they, they beat barely uh, by about two cents a share, I think. And revenue beat the same, but just barely. But that was up. Eh? Everything's going the right direction. However, they are, uh, you, you know, they've got a little bit of expectation issues there for the current quarter. They're trading down one and a half percent this morning. Can you give me one bit of good news as a final report? Well, let's look at Broadcom, right? Another uh, chip maker. So mm-hmm. they, uh, they beat by um, not quite 30 cents a share at $8.39. Uh, revenue was ahead of expectations. They gave uh, upbeat guidance for this next quarter. Uh, and so that hits them on the positive note this morning, up 3%, Dave. So how's that for finishing off in the green? I'll take one smile for the morning at the very least. Resetting the table, another off day yesterday, Dow down by a little over a quarter percent, ranging to NASDAQ down by a little over one and a half percent, 45 minutes before we open. Good economic news, 
eh, stock report news. A lot of defense contractors are on the big winner list this morning. What does it all add up to on the futures 40 minutes early? Dave, we continue to slide, and we are sliding faster and faster. Uh, we've got the Dow down 1% right now. we got the NASDAQ down uh, 9 tenths, and we've got the S&P 500 down a little over 9 tenths of a percent, not quite 1%. So everything is 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 red. Um, small cap Russell 2000 is down 1%, and they are falling. So <clears throat> it's not like we're holding anywhere. They are falling as we speak. Commodity side of the coin, we got silver up a half a percent, well over $25 to $25.34. Gold's up a little over six tenths of a percent to $1,948 an ounce. Crude oil up 3.3% to 111.28 per barrel. Well, poop, and I've been kind of paying attention to agricultural commodities because they've been affected by the uh, Russian boycotts and everything. Corn is past $7.70 a bushel right now, and normally this time of the year you'd expect it to be in the mid-fives as they get as they get into planting season on the futures front. So everything's on its way up, and some of it is in directions you don't want to see it going. Overseas markets, Asia was mostly down at the close this morning. Japan was down by over 2%, so were the Hong Kong Exchanges in Europe, they're looking at that nuclear plant, that nuclear plant getting attacked, and going, "Oh no!" Everybody's down big time. British markets are down by two point nine percent. French markets are down by three and a half percent at this hour, halfway through their days. So, I can't even bring you any good news from across the pond this morning, Philip. We got a situation where it's completely out of our control as to what's going on financially. About the only thing you can control is how much you got at risk. How do I find you to figure out where that is? Then give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design, where we help you design the retirement you always dreamed of. Then they can catch us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here on Monday morning, where we cross our fingers, we're going to have some good news to report. Fair enough? I hope so. I'm I'm looking forward to some good news because these markets really need it. Yeah, this is really turning into a bummer of a time when we start talking about everything being in red ink. You have a dynamite weekend, and I'll see you on Monday. Fair enough? Thanks, man. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I hope that uh, other than the markets being not very pretty, that you had a great week. And I'm prayerful you'll have a great weekend. Hey, until Monday, we'll talk to you then. Bye now.